Episode 30 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Big week coming at you as all three of us have been racing in some shape or form this weekend. Gone in a week that saw Lewis Hamilton lose his F1 title on the final lap to Max Verstappen. Matt Clowes also saw victory slip away in the final few hundred metres of his 10k in Telford, thanks to his old wheels having too much degradation in them compared to his young rivals. As I said, lots to go through this week. Um, we've got the European Cross Country Champs to talk through. Josh and Matt have been racing in Telford. I've ran a questionable half in Milton Keynes. We've got the usual segments, plus potentially a new one, which Cloudy hopefully will unveil shortly. Um, and apologies for coming at you a day late. Josh is, is busy preparing for his flight across the pond um, and wasn't back until quite late last night, by which time Matt was already in bed and I was on parenting duty. So apologies for the delay. But we're here now. Matt, how was your sleep last night? Are you feeling, feeling refreshed? Or you look a bit tired, mate. I'm tired, mate. I got up at 20 to 5 this morning. I've had a seven and a half hour drive today. Um, but I'm all right, mate. Do you know what? I got, I got in tonight. And do you know when you get in from work? And what is, I, I don't know about you, boys. The first thing I do is... I look for chocolate. I just need sugar. So I didn't think I had enough sugar after eating a whole bag of Colin Caterpillars on my drive today. So I went straight to Lindor and then I went for a run. I don't know what it is, but do you reckon um, I have like a sugar crash because I was so dizzy on the run? Yeah, probably. don't know what it is. I tell you what, if I don't good. Colin the Caterpillar, that would not be my biggest concern on a run. Say that straight away. What would be the concern, Josh? My stomach. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. I call in the caterpillar the just the plain. They're not the sugared ones, are they? They're just plain ones. What do you mean the sugar, the sweet, mate? Yeah, but do they sugared. have. Uh, they got sugar on the outside. Oh, uh, sprinkled. No, they're not. They're just the, the jelly ones. Jelly ones. Yeah, good. Cool, Josh. You've just finished your run, um, in London by the looks of it. How's things? Yeah, I literally just got back. Yeah, all right, not too bad. Um, firstly, I'd like to. Uh, I'm always happy. Um, um, yeah, firstly, I would like to apologise to everybody for not doing this yesterday. We thought um, Aaron will be done in time, but he's he didn't finish his half marathon quick enough. So, that's Ooh. Day. yeah. Josh, well. where, where where do you get your energy from? It's nice to be honest. Because is it is it when you go over thirty you just like lose it? <laughs> I'm not far. He'll find out soon. Yeah, true. He'll he'll lose it along with his hair. Um, that's that's going very quickly. Right. Who wants to um? Who wants to kick off this week? Should we go, Matt? Are you ready? Aaron, why don't do you go first? You want me to go first? All right. Let's get through this. Um. So let me kick off Monday. Monday, I just ran. I think I just ran an hour easy Monday. Yeah, I did. Hour easy. Um, went down to Burley House, which is near Stamford. My missus was, um, my missus, my wife, Jenny, 
was working um, at Burley House on the Crown. So working from home, basically. So I, I ran past there in the hope that she'd come say hello and she blanked me. Oh, that's so annoying. I bet, I bet she's like, oh, there's my husband in, in these really short shorts just running by. I was in tights, mate. It was cold. <laughs> about fair. two degrees. So she definitely... But anyway, I took some pictures, put them on Strava. Um, yeah, that's my house in the pictures, if anyone's wondering. I um, Yeah, that's what, how I roll. So, so yeah, that was an hour 6.55. Pretty quick. How many beds is it, mate? Uh, that's about what 28 beds 28 beds yeah couple Four of bathrooms yeah about 10 kitchens mm, fair dungeons um yeah we have to put eliza somewhere so we yeah leave her in the dungeon um so yeah so that's monday nice little run actually it was quite late in the afternoon i just procrastinated i think 250 i got out so i got, just got in before it got dark um I think. Well, what does that feel like? Well, before it got dark. It what nice. does it feel like running in the week in light? I, I always do it though, don't I? I'm, I'm a man of the light. What I will say is I got my heart rate monitor back working last week, but the battery only lasted a, until yesterday. So it's always good. Um, so heart rate's normal again. That's good. Tuesday, I went and did a session on the grass as usual just i did three mile three mile warm-up then six minutes kind of threshold effort then two lots of five by one minute so nice little sharpener for the weekend um yeah round the cricket pitch by the looks of it struggling to remember to tuesday that's pretty bad isn't it it's only like five days ago um I feel though, as I want to say, it's windy. Was it windy early last week? No, it was just cold. Feels like mine. Sorry, I was, I was. I'm just eating, finishing my apple. You finish your um, apple, mate. No, you're good, mate. Um, so this why's session. Josh, that? Why is Josh entering the room? Josh is trying to enter on something else. Do you want to enter on your laptop, mate? Useless, this kid. So um, this session. So six men's, that was what, like, threshold effort, was it? Yeah, yeah. I am um, around around threshold, maybe a little bit quicker, probably. It's only six minutes, isn't it? Just uh... And then you did two two sets of five times one minute, and then did you do a flow in between? Was that just a, a, just a jog? Just, just jog. Rest? Uh, it's, it's a really slow jog. I'd say, like, I don't know, seven and a half minute miling. Yeah. Just turn the legs over, really. Um, get something done. So that's about 10 miles with the warm-up and cool-down. Wednesday, I really couldn't be bothered. I don't know why. I just had one of those days where I just couldn't, just couldn't bother to run. Um, again, I think it was pretty windy. But I, I always find it on, on weeks where you have to do less. Yeah, it was windy, 22 mile an hour. When you have to do less miles in the week, like if you're on a race week, I always find it harder because you sort of can delay it because you're not doubling. You can sort of just leave your run till quite late. Honestly, this is exactly what I, I was saying the other day. I hunched and agree. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'll push it back. And it's like, oh, I can't be bothered. 
yeah. So I, I did nearly get 10 miles done, but I did lots of laps of various loops, as you can see. I thought, do you know what? Thinking about this, I should have done more corners because it, it could have conditioned me better for, for Sunday. I should have done them at, you know, half marathon pace, then I might have been ready for Sunday. So um, tell me this, right? So this, I'm looking at this Strava map now, and it just looks um, confusing. So are you going around just like your neighbourhood? Yeah. There's so two... what, what do your neighbours think when you're running just round little circles like this? It's not, you know, it's about a K, that loop. What do you mean, that loop? There's about... There's two loops. 75 loops there. There's two where you can see more lines drawn on. Um, and the rest was just once round. There's two, um, little, two little loops. Anyway, um, yeah. Did yeah, you, but, um, question for you, did what? you run past somebody who was walking the dog and you just, you say like, do you have boys that have this where you, in the morning? I don't know what it is. I can always I say. Thought you'd, I thought you'd be you'd had some info like in no, or, something no. or something. I was like, I'm worried what you're going to say. No. Um, do you know when it's really awkward when you're running past somebody, or even if you're walking past and you say morning, but then you see him a second time. The second time you see him, it's really awkward, isn't it? Or you just like you smile, or do you say morning again? Well, I saw um, the other week on a run on the same sort of loop. I saw a girl who who works for the same company as I do. Um, but I saw about four times on the run. She was doing a walk. So first time we said hello, then it's just, yeah, awkward after that, isn't it? You just kind of smile, don't you? Yeah. All you again, following you. And then what, do you know, in the, in the evening, like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but saying evening when you run past somebody just doesn't have the same sort of feel, does it? No. And you... like morning strong, evening's just a bit like... I think know. morning people are happier to see you. Evening people aren't so yeah, happy to see you. I agree. Yeah, true. Um, anyway, well, that's Wednesday, 10 mile. Thursday, I was I did a progression run and I was I was thinking about this and I was like, right, to please these boys, I'm gonna go find a loop to do my progression run on. So I found this little loop, but halfway through my progression run, it just got dangerous. So it just got busier and busier. And I gave up on the loop and did that back in the end. So I did 10 easy, no, 10 jog, 10 easy, 10 steady, 10 hard, 15 jog. So I just worked through the heart rate. I started off at 135, 145, 155, and then did 10 hard at like 165-ish. But I couldn't get my heart rate up, really. It was quite worrying. I was trying to push on the way back, but yeah. Didn't really happen for me. But well, that's, 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 that's Josh's easy run. I know. Sorry, what did you say, Josh? He's gone. Do you think Josh what loop? Loop? what loop? So, um, up near the Danish Invader pub where Stamford 5K is. He's, yeah. He's going back on his phone. I'll anyway, go back on my phone. My signal's rubbish. I... I worked through the gears. That was the main thing. Got something a bit quicker done. Little little progression. I didn't want to go too hard because... Yeah, you had a race Sunday, so... Yeah. So, that was Thursday. Friday, I just did 45 whiff strides. Um, 
this one was interesting because well, it's not really that interesting to be honest but I went to meet my friend Ruth who did the interview with me the other week um she said to me she's got yoga but she'll be back at 10 so I thought all right I got up there for 10 o'clock meet her she wasn't there at her house so I did five minutes out and back still wasn't there did 10 minutes out and back wasn't there did my whole run still wasn't there so yeah she never turned up so what happened wrong day no she just don't know did you get stuck in a downward dog I don't think she wanted to see me. Yeah, maybe she got stuck. Um, so, I yeah, plenty of out backs, did a few strides in there. All good. Um, me and Josh went to massage that evening, didn't we, Josh? Had a lovely little date with, with Dave. Um, yeah, very nice. Sorted out my back quite nicely. Um, did he work on you at the same time? Yeah, one hand, one on, hand me, on each. One hand on Josh. Two tables, hit Dave in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so Saturday morning just did a really easy five five miles 7.22 pace with, with Ruth and Philippa just a few strides just easing off for the weekend so that brings me to Sunday Milton Keynes half I had convinced a few of the other boys to do it because I was led to believe it was an alright course so got a few of us down there to run um, got down to the where it starts Willing Lake it was really windy and I was like this is a good start because Telford was really calm wasn't it someone said yeah odd yeah, yeah it was calm yeah it was it was pretty breezy in Milton Keynes I think it's probably because it was at the lake maybe it, it felt worse but anyway um, so I start off and I follow well, I can't remember his name. Is it Seifal? I've forgotten his name already. Is it Seifal, Jamal? I, I don't even, yeah, Jamal, yeah. Jamal, yeah, so he, he won it last year in, in low 66 and he went off really hard. So I sort of just went off like, I but put it this way, I haven't raced in so long. I didn't really know. I've forgotten how to run a race, to be honest. So I just went off. Ronnie and Shane and uh, Skelly came with me. But by about two miles, they dropped me and chased down Seifal. So I was pretty much on my own between two and five miles until, until I got joined by, by another lad. But before I get to that point, in that first five miles, I've just I've been onto the while I was waiting for you two, I thought I'd have a go look at the course. I've I've actually counted up between 40 and 50 right angle turns or at least right angle. Some of them are more than right angles. And it's not like a, you know, if you do a right angle turn on Chicago Marathon, say, and you've got big, big road to do a right angle on. This wasn't that. This was a right angle turn on a, on a cycleway path or a footpath. So probably about as wide as, as Josh's waist. Um, and yeah, you just I just kept going onto the grass, like kept running onto the grass, and the whole of the cycle paths were full of leaves and mud. So it's pretty much like running across country. It's just like a fart lick nonstop. Um, well, I saw that video. Um, was it Ben Heron? Be- put it on? No, that was um, uh, Hind, Elliot Hind, wasn't it? Oh, and it just looked so 
that was one. That was one of the better bits. Goodness. It was like uh, it was just like you were out on a run. Alpha fly. That uh, yeah, I mean that would have been even worse. Yeah, so close. so my my alpha well halfway through this race, I got into my head. I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. I bang on about how you can wear new shoes like straight away. Don't wear new shoes straight away when the course is wet and slippy because they've got no grip. They're just nothing. I think they're quite grippy then once. Well, they are yeah, probably when yeah. you've worn them once or twice. But when they're slick, like because they've had no traction on them, it was just yeah, not good. I so, pop mine. You pop them. Yeah, I pop the air sacks. I can believe that. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> both, both shoes. Anyway, Arsenal's so, calling the caterpillars. So uh, I've got to, I've got to two mile. And these boys gone to the distance. Looked around, and I could sort of see someone behind me. So I was just sort of praying for him to catch up. And it was George Phillips, good lad, listener to the show. So he comes past me at five miles and he flies quite quickly past me. And I'm like, I can't hang with you, mate. You're going, you know, too quick. And he said, he said to me, you're fitter than I am. You can. So he convinced me. And I just literally then followed him for the next, I love that. next seven miles. So he did a good job. He kept me company. I, I tried my best to help him out where I could, but. Did, you, such- did you beat him? No, no, he beat me. I'll come to that in a minute. But it was so, it was like impossible to run side by side because the path is so narrow. And my, my, ham, my right hamstring isn't good on camber. So I sort of had to run on the left-hand side of the path anyway. So I just had to sit behind him. But yeah, sort of spent the next seven miles going through all these turns, complaining to him about how tight my hamstring was. And I just couldn't get out of, um, I don't know if it's because I haven't raced in so long or if the race was a bit too long for me at this stage, but I couldn't get out of like tempo effort. I could talk like comfortably, but my legs were sort of pretty shot. But I was fine. Like, I just couldn't hurt myself. I kept thinking this should hurt more at this stage. But I think it was just a mixture of the course and yeah, a load of things. I just, Probably wasn't motivated enough. Anyway, hung with George until... So the course was measuring short on my watch up until about eight miles. So I was like, even though this seems quite slow on my watch, the, the splits are looking all right compared to the mile markers. I'll take this. We then got to 10 mile. So, bear, so say eight miles on my watch, it was 7.8. Got to 10 mile. And it was 10.4 on the watch. I was like, this is good. It's gone long. Do you, how often do you look at your splits in a race? Not often. I was just like, just glancing at my watch at some of the markers just because it was just seeming oh, a bit sure. odd. Because I've got K splits auto. It just seemed odd that they weren't sort of flashing up um, or beeping. I wasn't looking at them. But anyway, got to 12 mile and it was at 12.25 on my watch. So... I was like, oh, so I was going off the mark. I thought we've got 1.1 left. So we, we got to about, about 400 meters later and, and we went past, um, past George's coach, Josh Schofield. I presume it's his coach up from York way. And we went over this like little, little dip and George was like, oh, this is the finishing straight. And he kicked on. And I was like, nah, we've got at least like, three quarters of a mile left but we didn't 
that last mile on my watch was about 0.6 mile long for about a kilometer <laughs> well the last 1.1 mile was about a kilometer long so i mean it seemed to be short on a lot of people's watches but i think that's probably because of the the course there's a lot of underpasses um i would probably say it's about right based on times that people ran um but don't uh if you've got a bad hamstring and it's wet it's not a course you'd want to run it wasn't enjoyable in slightest um i, apologize. I would also say don't rely on your watch i wasn't relying on what i'm just t- saying like that's no, 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 but like to anyone, anyone listening, oh, if you're, yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of people do, don't they? Yeah, Philip. So, Philippa, one of my athletes, was, um, I think I've told her before not to rely on it, but but yeah, there's plenty of people who just go off their watch splits, don't they? And and it, if you would have gone off your watch splits, it would have been all over, carried on going. Yeah, I mean, I was delighted that it was did come up a bit short on my watch because yeah, I was just waiting for the end to be honest. But I was happy to get it done. My main thought throughout the run was I've got to finish this. Otherwise, Josh is never going to let live, let me live it down. <laughs> so you got me through it. And at the end of the day, it was around, I think it was 69.13, I think they gave me. So It's not a disaster. No, no it's well, not what so, you wanted. So what I would compare it to is, is Shane, my mate Shane was first in 66 high and Ronnie, who also stayed at my house, was second in 67 low ronnie is in great shape he beat lucian at lincoln 10k a few weeks ago so you know their times are way like shane based on that shane was confident he could break 65 minutes so Mm. you can't you can never compare it to the course you can never say like it would take x time off but i i off off the back of that i'd be confident i could run 67 and a half right now on a, a nice course um but yeah there was a, just a lot of things i my hamstring hurt so much i couldn't even cool down i couldn't jog i tried to run i've been able to run today so it's just tight it's just um yeah interesting i just can't believe you, how, how many turns you put on a course are you got uh are you gonna plan on doing anything to sort your hamstring up I think my hamstring's fine. I think it's just purely the uh, oh, you said the turns, the turns, and the camber on that type of course. So obviously, the work I've been doing in the gym is strengthening it a bit because it's nowhere near as bad as it was before London October gone. You know when I had to pull out, so it's better than that. But a lot of you know when I saw Dave, he said a lot. Of my right side of my body is tight. Mm. It was just tightening up. But yeah, no disaster. I'm glad I got it done. I, what I was thinking though at six miles was I wish I'd just gone to Telford and done a 10k because I'd enjoyed a 10k a lot more than a, a half marathon. Um, so I think I'll try and do a, t- a 10k in the next four weeks. And I'm pretty, pretty hopeful that I'll run 30 ish and go into the marathon block in reasonable shape. So yeah. How many weeks is it um, to the marathon? 16. So, yeah, four or five weeks of 10K stuff, then I'll go into the marathon block. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be able to find a 10K to do or if I'll just do a, 
time trial somewhere. Um, when are you looking to do a 10K? Sorry? When? A 10K, did you say? Yeah, like mid-January, early January. Yeah, Valencia. Valencia 10K. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pay. Don't worry about 30-30. Let's get 28-30 on the I'm going to pay 300 quid over that to go over there <laughs> and run 30-30. I'm yeah. about four PCR tests. Yeah, I'm not you, Josh. Anyway, I've spoken about my week for far too long, so let's um, let's roll on to onto the quick boys. Um, do you know what, Josh? Because you're trying to roll or something, I'm going to get you to your week. I think we should go for mine anyway. Finish with the king. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm doing. Bash bash through Monday to Friday because then it gets interesting. Excuse me. So, <laughs> Monday, uh, Monday evening, eight, uh, just over eight miles, six fifty threes. Uh, took quite a lot of confidence for that run, actually, mainly because Julian Spence commented saying, "I will easily run two fourteen. That's how I've taken that. <laughs> Is that what he exactly said? <laughs> Didn't word it quite like that, but that's how I've taken it. So that's the most important thing. <laughs> You're very high um, on confidence at the moment, aren't you? Oh yeah, because he, he keeps blowing me up. That's all I need. He's glowing, isn't Mate. he, Matt? He is, and, and he's very. Uh, I think he's excited for America. His energies, his energy levels are just through the roof. I can't, I can't match that. I always think when I always say to Gina when I'm out and about and I see kids just running around, thinking, I wish I had that sort of energy. What What sums it up for me is I gave Josh a call because I was waiting in the car and I was bored. I thought Josh will answer his phone after his race yesterday, and you get him on the speakerphone, and I try to. I tried to put a down on him saying he's run 30 Obviously, he's not having any of it. But Jack Goodwin's like, no, nah, Josh, the time is what the time is. And Josh's like, no, around 29.59. <laughs> it's just so complicated. I had already checked. <laughs> anyway, um, carry on, mate. Right, so that was Monday. So, yeah, I was going... I had a really busy week last week, like work-wise. Um, month end. Just coming up to, yeah, just coming up to America. <laughs> it was month end, exactly. Um Tuesday, I don't know if you uh, if you've got my strive open. Look at the picture I put Tuesday wow. lunchtime. That was I've titled that run very unenjoyable jog. Um, so that, that's it was horrendous. horrendous. That's why I said absolutely about. horrendous. What was wrong? Why yeah. was it was it wet? It was wet. It was so windy, and I, I remember coming back and I said to my brother, "I feel like the, my my skin has just been blown off." That's how bad it was. What's with this nose piercing for your runs? Well, don't. Don't was that the out. picture? Is that the picture in, in, with him with a hood up? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it looks like he's going to mug somebody. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that was four miles, seven thirteens, and then um, ran in the evening with um, Mickey Moore again. Just eight miles, seven twenties, seven nineteens. Then you commented Aaron on that saying, "I That's comment every day." Tuesday. Yeah. Monday um, to Wednesday were your best Monday to Wednesday you've ever had. Yeah, Mark Scott also commented with a boring emoji, so um, a bit of a different, differing opinion. Well, there's only one, um, only one Scott you need to listen to. <laughs> Hit him right here. And so I did some strides after that as well, actually, so it's six by 15 seconds. Then uh, on Wednesday, so I was going to do my session on Wednesday, um, but yeah, I was, just re- I was working quite late, so I was planning on doing it Wednesday evening. I think Aaron, you texted me actually, and I was like, yeah, I'm sort of planning on leaving about half seven. I still was working about half eight and I said to Matt, realistically, I'm not going to get this done. So I did four miles at lunchtime, 6.57s, and then I just I didn't do anything in the evening. Um, so I pushed my session back to Thursday. So lunchtime, we went four miles, 6.38s, 
Um, I think I've just captioned that one better. Um, and then in the evening, I did three mile warm up and 10 by two minutes off a minute. Um, and that was a minute, just stood still basically. So I didn't realize actually where, where I did this because I sold my car. Um, yeah, didn't really plan this one out. So I basically just did it in where my brother lives. Um, but it's kind of uphill one way, downhill the other. So the, the downs were pretty good, actually. They were sort of 4.35 pace, but up to about sort of 4.50 pace. So that was, that was all right. It was, again, it was pretty windy. Um, and I yeah. drove into that estate on Friday night. And where he's done that session is awful. Like <laughs> the speed bumps. Speed bumps. Hey, you, you would have ran in the road, wouldn't you? Oh, down the middle. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but got it done. So, yeah, that was good. Um, and then three mile warm down uh, after that. So then that will bring, yeah, bring us to Friday. So Friday, I think I finished a reasonably quick on this one. Um, let me check. So I did 10 miles, uh, average 645s. I'm just seeing my last few splits. They're not that Yeah, not, that not, not so bad. Yeah, down to sort of six six twenties. Uh, but yeah, my legs have actually been feeling pretty, pretty, uh, I wouldn't say lively, but they've been recovering reasonably well. So um quite pleased with that uh and then saturday morning is before i traveled to telford so i did 45 minutes basically seven seven twelves and then just um oh no, i did strides in the evening actually so this brings me to my trip to telford so it's somewhat eventful um so as i as i saw my car i got the train to telford so started off peter to leicester replacement bus service so not the end of the world not ideal but um yeah train to Leicester to Birmingham there's two carriages and I mean it was busy I have all my stuff for, with me to go to America so I had four bags um and people were just piling on every single stop um none of them were wearing face masks quite a lot were drinking or, or very drunk um yeah just not really an enjoyable experience so someone got mud on my shoes which were like immaculately white that really pissed me off um, and yeah, basically, I couldn't even really stand up straight. So, I mean, it was fun. I was just really worried about getting COVID. Well, I still am, to be honest. So, got to the hotel um, and Lucian stayed with me in the end. Uh, so, we did a little jog, uh, just did 10 minutes and some strides, and then went to bed. So, I went out for a meal actually, and then I uh, was quite good. Went to Zizi's, had a bit of pasta, um, and then yeah, went to bed. So, I went to bed at like quarter to Wait, 10. What's that? You say it was good. It looked like the most terrible experience of both of your lives. You both sat on your phones, like Instagramming each other. <laughs> we uh, we were probably quite awkward because we, but neither of us wanted anything which was like creamy, and every, almost every dish on it was like a creamy sauce. So we just said, like, "Can we just have it? Just not just all I want is a tomato sauce." And then one was like, "Well, that comes with a bit of cream." And I was like, oh, "Just give me that." So yeah, no, that was that was quite enjoyable. So I went to bed like quarter to ten. So when yeah, fell asleep fine. And you know when you go to a hotel and it's like sometimes people coming in from nights out wake you up. And that happened at about twelve o'clock. I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, no, they were sort of quieting down. And gradually got worse and worse and worse. And at three o'clock, I said to Lucy, I said, I'm pretty much fully awake now. And he was like, Yeah, me too. And it, I'm not joking. It wasn't just a bit of noise. They were literally having a party. Um, so much so at four o'clock was it Boris? It was a massive <laughs> it was a massive knock on the door 
uh, and the police were there, and they were like, "Police, open the door!" And I was like, "Oh God!" I'm sat in my boxes with like my my uh, eye mask on my face. So Lucy goes and opens the door. They uh, well, sorry, actually, they came in. They opened. They had a key and they opened the door. Uh, and then Lucy, we sort of both went around. They were like, "What have you been doing tonight?" Well, I've been just laying in my bed. Um, Hello. And yeah, <laughs> so as soon as they opened the door, actually, there you could tell. The room next to us and the room opposite us, yeah, they clearly had been smoking a lot of drugs because the whole floor stunk um, of weed. Um, yeah, so basically we just said we're sort of we're racing in the morning, um, we're trying to, trying to go to sleep, etc., etc. And the guy came back like ten minutes later, fuck's sake. And then we went and opened the door, and uh, he was like, "Oh, can we just take your details?" I'm not really sure why they need to take our details but because can I, can I... they've gone into the room and there's two skinny, <laughs> skinny runners <laughs> naked. Stand Josh has got Josh has got an eye mask on and <laughs> tells a police officer he's not a runner he doesn't understand what the terminology or we we just rate we're racing in the morning lads uh, we we did a race he has no idea what's going on he probably told him his whole week look I did six and a half minute mile in this morning for ten mile <laughs> well when he was like what have you been doing so I was like what did we say shaving my legs <laughs> um, so yeah it's quite funny they had um. You know those cameras they have on them, so that would bring some interesting footage. But um, yeah, there was it wasn't just uh, our room. They they were knocking because we could hear every single door on our floor. They were knocking on to see. That'll be on Channel um, Five on the weekend. So, that uh, which which ho- which hotel was it? So it's the Mercure uh, in Telford. And are you getting refunds off them? Oh, I'll come to that. Um, so yeah, so this was like four four thirty ish, and like obviously at this point that was quite. Like, I've never really been in trouble with the police. or I'm not even in trouble, never spoke to them. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm awake now. So I said to Lucian at five, I'm never going back to sleep. So we actually went downstairs and like, we just have breakfast now. They said no, but they gave us a couple of coffees. So we sat in reception from five o'clock. So I said to him, I was like, not ideal prep for the race, but we're either going to run really well or probably really shit. Um, and it's quite fun. It was a good experience. Um <laughs> So yeah, so excitement in your life finally. Yeah, exactly. Refund. Um, Talk me through this refund. This is what I'm most concerned about. Yeah. So okay. So I said to the woman, I said, well, actually, Lucian said, like, basically, I'm assuming we're going to get a refund. Like, we've not slept. Um, so she was like, I have to pass it to your manager. So I got an email from them reasonably quickly, which was like, fair enough. And they were like, uh, I hear, it, and it, it was copy and pasted because it was in a different color. So she had addressed me personally, and then it was obviously copy and pasted. She was like. Um, thank, uh, like sorry that about your complaint. I was like, well, I'm not really complaining, but I mean, it's, yeah. Um, and she was like, but but are you are unhappy. I wasn't really complaining. I mean, it's kind of. I know it's not their fault. What, what would you call the police? That, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm not an observation. Well, the police entered my room at it's, four o'clock. It's a complaint. It's okay to to complain. Some complaints would well, be false. Yeah, I thought it was past the point of a complaint it's just obvious so they basically said we're happy to refund you 30 pounds towards your room i was like that's a piss take like, that's more insulting than nothing so I, I emailed them back earlier i said i appreciate the offer however based on i mean i just listed everything i said the only feasible outcome of this is a full refund get their um, attention I'm just, yeah, gonna keep, I'm just going to keep giving you office quotes while you're talking. Oh, yeah. some I people won't get, get them. I've not yeah. seen that. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I've not had a reply back yet, but um, 
I couldn't believe that. I was actually more insulting than nothing, to be honest. So anyway, that was the hotel experience. Probably probably worse than all of Clousey's, and Clousey's pretty critical. <laughs> so that gets us to the race. Um, yeah, there was, there was loads and loads of uh, like domestic runners, which was very good to see. Um, Matt said to me, I mean, Telford's downhill first mile, and he said, do not go off quick. So I was really trying to hold back. Um, and I, obviously Matt is pretty good at being sensible to start with. So I said, right, I'll just follow him. Um, so the first mile, what were we, Matt? Like probably, you were probably, what, 4.38? I was probably 4.39, 4.40. Um, which yeah, is quite quick, like right? But it is pretty downhill. Um, so I kind of, there was a group that went off a bit harder and then we were sort of sat in the second group and it was massive, like 20, 30 people in this group. What is it that, what, what is the downhill? Is it? Is 62 like 60? foot I looked earlier yeah on the first mile it was which well, is quite, probably real. which is quite yeah, a considerable. lot like yeah, 20 meters isn't it yeah um so the course is basically you drop down and then it's an out and back and then round a lake and then another out and back so when we came to this first cone it's literally a 180 degree turn um the, this this whole pack, Matt was sort of at the front, so probably didn't get it as much. I was basically stood still for about four or five seconds because it just bottlenecks, um, which, yeah, it was a bit annoying, but yeah, it's kind of the nature of the course, really. Um, and Got recovery. In. In do- exactly. In doing so, the first group sort of merged into the front of the second group. So we actually, even myself, started to catch that front group. And that's probably about, I think when we went through halfway, I was about six or seven seconds behind them. It's so not actually that much at all. And um, yeah, I went through 5k in about 14.43, which is actually my PB, which is quite, uh, quite funny. I thought, well, yeah, I still can't break it. You'll I break know. it one day, mate. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had a really, really rough fourth mile. Um, my car started to cramp, well, not cramp, I would say tighten up. Um, and I kind of dropped off a little bit. I was trying to follow uh, Ali Watson. Um, he was sort of trying to catch that front group. Um, <clears throat> then I felt a bit better sort of going out on the, the second sort of fifth and sixth mile. Um, and when we got to the turn of the last lap, so it's about probably about a mile and a half to go. <clears throat> I knew we were just inside 30 minute pace. I was like, right, everyone looks really tired. I was like, let's just try and if I sort of hit the front, I didn't feel too bad there, but I know I just had no sort of pickup. I was like, let's sort of push through, try and get a couple of, because I know there's a couple of lads who can break 30. I was like, it'd be good to sort of try and get us all under 30 minutes. Um, so it got to about a K to go. And I definitely couldn't go with them. When they came past me, um, yeah, I had no more gear. So I ran 29.59 on my chip. Everyone will say it's 30.02, but Interesting. chip doesn't lie. On, on this old chip thing. So mm. I, saw, I saw a picture at the start earlier. And you're about four, Klaus is third. Three right? rows, yeah. Or four, yeah, three or four, or four rows back. How has mm. it taken you three seconds to cross that, that line after Goodwin? <clears throat> It's because I think because it's so it's not a really wide start. So yeah. when they go go, it's like one row goes, two row goes, three row, and it actually does take a little. You just almost stood still. Um, but yeah, I was surprised at three seconds. But um, I'm also on my watch. I was under thirty minutes as well. Also, so my other question for them: I've the heard, distance. No, no, that's got to be long. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely long. But um, <laughs> 20, 20, if you run on the road, 29.59.1, it should be rounded up to 30. It's really odd. That's the way the rules work. Yeah. Mm. I must but, have been 29.58 29, then. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. You mate, you must stop, but I doubt you did. I, I um, there's a few dodgy things going on with this Telford, Telford loop that they've got going on. But people have run quick. That's the main thing. Um, yeah. England Athletics having a downhill 10k champs is is an interesting concept, but um, we'll let them have it. But no, I mean, to, to me, it was it's not my first. Like I, I think I said earlier in the week, I kind of wanted to run. I thought I could run it for PB. Um, you thought you said on Monday on here on Strava, if you don't break twenty nine thirty, you're not going to be doing this slow running again. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think the the absolute ama- most amazing one would have been twenty nine thirty. I think I wanted to run a PB, which is twenty nine forty four. Well, you um, said to me on Friday night. <laughs> You could run anywhere between twenty nine thirty and thirty thirty, and you ran bang yeah. in the middle. So I did. There you exactly. Go. Yeah. So I knew at the start, I was like, "What's the what's the hardest way to break thirty minutes?" <laughs> so I did it. I always think as well. Um, <clears throat> it's very much horses for courses, and Talf is one of them. It's it suits certain runners. Yeah. And mm. I don't know whether it suits you as a runner. Yeah. I also I was really unsure whether it was where Alpha flies the next percent. And the first thing I said uh, to Matt afterwards was, I wish I won X percent. <laughs> why, why did you wear Alpha Fly? Lucian persuaded me in the hotel room. What did he wear? Alpha Flies. Oh, wow. Like, they just feel clunky at like, that speed. So, yeah, yeah. there we go. Um, um, and then I did five mile warm down pretty slow. That was Matt's fault, pretty much. Uh, eight pretty slow. Mile. I couldn't even catch. I, I Listen, I Josh le- left half of his life in the back of my car four or five <laughs> cases and um i was jogging down um with paul paul graham shout out ponty boy and uh, i said listen i, I want to go home and um josh was ahead and um and um i said to paul I was like, listen we have, we're gonna have to put a surge in here so we had to literally sprint to catch you and you were yeah. what you were going eight minute mile in Oh, average. I probably oh. think so. You, I think you were sort of nine minutes. Well, yeah, we were. Let's go into Clouds' week. Um, yeah. By the way, I think I did sixty-five miles. Josh did seventy-two. So. Seventy-two. Yeah. There you go. Um, All right. Let's, see. let's go for you. A whistle stop tour. Um, Monday morning um, was sixth of December, mate. Was the sixth of December, and I did just over nine miles. Plus weight, seven eighteen with the Western. Um, lovely run. Um, then in the evening, easy four, seven thirty-six pace. Um nothing to report on that run, actually. Pretty, pretty standard. Started in the dark, finished in the dark, ran in the evening in the dark, finished in the dark. So there we are. That was Monday. Wow. Um 21st of December, mate, is winter solstice. Gets Summer's coming from then. I can't wait. I just, you know what? I just want a little bit more light in the mornings. Or if it just stays light until about six o'clock in the evenings as well, that'll be lovely. Um, so Tuesday, uh, 10 miles in the morning. I just ran one, once actually on a Tuesday plus strides. Um, I think I actually stopped and did strides, which was which was a bit different for me. I normally just run them in a run, but I thought I'd actually do some proper strides. Um, so just did some 15-second strides. Wednesday, session day, obviously doing a little bit less for... 
I, I did pretty much a full taper for this for this um, race this week. Well, last week. Um, so um, the weather was just absolutely grim. Um, and also, there's a dead hedgehog outside my house. Um, and it's been flattened. And so I had to keep running back and forth this, this like flattened hedgehog carcass every time, which wasn't great when it was piddling down with rain and wind. So when did, did, you, um, when did you stand on it, Matt? <laughs> Ash, talk about hedgehogs. You know, the A1, Josh is just flicking off. I know what he's doing. He's, he's scrolling through his phone, doing other stuff. Keep on us, mate. Keep concentrated. Anyway, Josh, A1M, just before Peterborough. Yeah. You know, it's four lanes. Is it four lanes? Three lanes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> a hedgehog was flattened in the fast lane. So it made all made its way all the way across the fast lane somehow. It's a good effort, I thought. That is a good effort. That's impressive, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, so I don't know if there's, there's actual, like, service... The, the council do a service of like picking up roadkill because that's not what I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say a funeral service because <laughs> um, um, so it's all it's, it's all gone now apart from it's like spikes so it's, mm. it's just like you know it's, a, it's like a rug of just hedgehog spikes on, no the, on the ground because there's lo- like right our way there's loads of badgers that are always like on the side and they stink for a few days, but then yeah, they start, don't they? Well, every time I turn to go into my drive, I have to kind of run over this hedgehog. So it's just a bit minging. But anyway, um, I'll get on to Wrexham Council. So the session itself, um, like I said, the weather's a bit crap. So I just wanted to just sort of spin the leg. So I did three times a K. Um, and then I did, so I did a K down and then a turn and then came back up and did four times 30 seconds, um, four sets of them, um, uh, 30 seconds on, 30 second float. Essentially, I was doing it so I was running back into the wind and not having to run as hard into the wind. Um, so the Ks themselves were 244, 243, 240, so um, pretty decent, actually. It's probably the furthest um, I've gone on the three-minute reps. I've actually put three times a K. They were actually three-minute reps. Need to change that, but there we are. Um, all in all, um, just say five miles worth of work, and I am now the local legend of um, it's flat go. So there you are. So that was Wednesday. Um, I did an easy run again in the evening, four miles, seven thirty-two pace. Um, Thursday, nine miles in the morning. It's been a quite a busy. Um, it was quite a busy week of work actually, so um, it's quite hard to fit everything in actually last week. So I just ran the once on Thursday. Um, Friday, five miles, seven eighteens plus hills, um, and then that was an early one actually. That was grim because it was doing hill reps in the pitch. Um, pitch black pitch pitch black pitch dark pitch black yeah um yeah um and that was all i did actually and then i had a work to do actually friday night so i was down in the office um send the boys a few pics of like a it was like a circus themed um 
event type thing. It was actually quite a good live band as well. Did you um, have a beer? Had a few beers, not many. Uh, had a prosecco or two. Wasn't much though. Um, I just, I just wasn't feeling it. And um, do you know when you you don't know that many people in 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 your work, and you kind of like, oh, just have a drink or two and just call it good. Don't, don't um, show them everything. Exactly. Yeah, you just kind of just want to be the observer. Um, so that was good actually. So. Um, it was in the ICC in Newport. Josh will know where that is. You know, the big conference centre with the, the big dragon outside. Yeah, what's that it called? Interesting. The, ICC. International, ICC. Cr- International Cricket Commission or whatever it's there called. There you go. Council. International Convention. Conference Centre? Convention Centre? Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was, um, that was Friday. Um, Saturday, just an easy five miles, 708s. Um, and then race day. Talford. Um, so I don't like this course. Sorry, Talford lads. It just doesn't suit me. It's a great, um, great event, great race to do if you um, like um, a sort of hairpin turn um, twice and um, trying to jump over dog walkers and babies and everything but anyway well just why i say that i forgot to mention on my course report so i got cut by three dogs that's not the worst i got cut by a robot you've been to milton Keynes. (laughs) i know exactly what you mean they've got robots (laughs) that do something i think they deliver stuff so i think they're amazon or delivery i can't remember it was coming down the cycle path towards us all (laughs) and then it it went to turn on a right angle up a strip that came straight across me i feel like hurdle it so what is it? Is it like one of them Dyson Hoovers, like the little flat yeah. things? Yeah. Wow. So what if you like pick them up? I don't know. I I considered booting it at one point, but I think it would hurt. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't boot the dog this time round. Actually, when I last did Telford, I did actually knee a dog um, in the face at about eight and a half k. So hopefully that dog's all right back in 20, 2018. Um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to go off conservatively. Um, again, wasn't it's not it's not the course for me. I think if I did Wimslow again, I think I would have ran quicker. Um, because I don't like breaking up my rhythm and them turns they break my rhythm up. Um, it was actually too flat at the end. I think if there was a nice little dink at eight and a half nine k, I think of I think I would have run away with it. But because there wasn't, I was trying to. Speed boys got um, yeah. The speed boys got me, yeah. Um, so I went through 5k in 14.38. I was in about 30th for the, through the first mile, worked my way through. Um, and then I managed to latch on to the second the I was then I latched onto the second group. Second group was like dwindling, so went to the front. I think Frank Baddick went with me as well. Um on the second group we pushed on to the to the first group at 5k and then sat in and then I pretty much worked my way through it's like a little hill uh, it's not big um and a lot of people started to drop off there so I started around, to push up around that lake there's a little mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's at about five and a half k yeah. in it Josh yeah 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 probably more probably probably six I think six yeah that's six I've dropped that there before that well that doesn't surprise me that mountain of a hill. 
yeah, killed me. Um, so yeah, so then um, I ran down. Um, I think I was about fifth or sixth then, um, uh, and then I felt really, I felt really good. And then the, the turn, the turn at about just just before five miles, um, went around there, started to get some momentum, um, and then at about five and a half, I came up on the on the front. And I was actually going to sit in for longer. I should have sat in for longer, I think. But because I didn't, um, I just decided to press them. But I think if I sat in to near the end, I think I would have maybe got the win, but I don't know. Um, so all in all... Just to so the listeners know, while he was telling that story, he had his eyes closed. It was like he was visualising it all back in his head. It was, it was lovely to see. So, yeah... I don't know why. Maybe I focus more when I close my eyes. Yeah. Um, I've got one. I've got one question. So at about nine point nine eight k, when you're, you can see the finish line. You see the two boys, what half a meter ahead of you. You see the clock on the finish. What thought goes through your head there to check your watch? Well, actually, I check. I check my watch because. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to see um, how long I left on parking on my car. Now, um, what it was is, I think before the turn, um, before the turn, it's like you, you don't actually know how, fit, how far you've got. And I didn't realise that the finish was coming up as quick as, it, as quick as it was. So I was kind of looking to see how, how far I've got to go as far as just working. Because I didn't think the finish was as close as it was. And it was, and I, I know that that little clip is it's shocking because it looks like I looked down and then I basically lost the race. Um, but I, I do that occasionally on races when I don't really know where I'm at. So I was splitting my watch a little bit. I obviously didn't do the last bit, but um, you kind of visualise. It's like right, I've got about a minute and a bit to run hard. Yeah, I do that. And kind of do that. Do you know what I mean? So I think I was looking to see, I was like, right, I've, I've probably got about 30 seconds of hard running or maybe not, you know. And then obviously someone got a video of me. I don't know who it was actually who did that. Maybe Carl it was, was it Carl Carl's Carl's misses. Yeah, something. Somebody. Or one of his teammates. Um, yeah, so all in all, decent 29.08 or 09, whatever it was. Um, I'll take that. Um, you might as well call it sub 29 if Josh is doing taking three seconds off exactly so do you know what it's one of them another another negative split which is great um and like i say it's one of them courses it doesn't suit everybody and i, I don't think it i'm obviously I'm, I'm not saying that because i didn't run as quick as i hoped or because i didn't win but i just don't think it's a sort of um course that suits everyone but the main but, thing um, is you're what seville 10 weeks and you off the back of two 29 minute 10Ks basically. So that's Solid. it. And um, my legs are banged up today, though. I think that downhill's killed me, um, which is sad to say. But um, tired boy today. But listen, I think it was nice to see everyone at Telford. Like, I think that's the one race that we've had where you see most people are there. That's why I avoided so, it. I didn't want to see anyone. Yeah. No, there's um, all in all there as well. So shout out to them as well. Yeah, definitely. So all in all, not a bad, not a bad week. Sixty odd, sixty-eight or yeah, sixty-eight. Sixty-eight for the week. So yeah, rumor has it that Lucy and Alison was impersonating me 
and was the third member of the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, Lucian's got much more luscious hair than I do. So, um, we run well. I could see how you could. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's such a fast guy. You must have thought oh, that's got to be Aaron Scott. So, see why you think that. But anyway, um, just just to uh, so I don't think you mentioned he came second off the back of our night in the hotel. So it shows that you're over exaggerating your night in the hotel and it was actually fine. So <laughs> um, let's quickly roll through this. Um, I've got the top three boys, top three girls. So Phil Sessman, top the leaderboard, 112 miles. Um, Joe Turner and then Luke Jackson. And in the women, Sally O'Gorman, who Josh is staying at right now. She tops up, tops the leaderboard for women. Jess Tyres and Charlie Thornton. So I think Sally did 100 miles last week. Solid. Um, yeah, I haven't got any other stats off it other than... Looks like Joe's, um, Joe's dropped a 55-mile run in there. Oh, solid, Joe. Um, my main thought was Brady is still up there on Marathon Week. 81 miles he did Marathon Week. Um, That's fine. So, yeah, he obviously should have tapered a bit more. He might break 220. Um, right. I've got a new segment. Have we got this new segment, Clousey? Weston's wise words. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Um, so after um, after our uh, moon and what was it? The moon and sun, uh, certain, yeah. certain sizes. I thought we'd do a new segment. Um uh, Dan's a, a local lad in Wrexham, and um, I've just learned a lot through through the through the months we've been training together. So I thought we'd do a segment. Um, he's given me two options, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run with the first one. So here we go. Are we ready? I have no idea what this is. So looking forward to it. All right. So ex- exponential growth is a hard concept for humans to grasp. For example. If I offered you one million today or a penny today, 2p tomorrow, 4p the day after, and so on, doubling for a month, which would you take? So I would take the million, but I have a feeling if you work at exponentially, I think the pennies probably adds up quicker for more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd take the million just because it's, it's a nice there, yeah. it's there right now. But all right, so you're right. So if you had taken the penny, you'd end up with ten point seven million. When? After a month. After a month. Mm. Yeah, it can't be after a month. Ten point seven million. Yeah, if you square, right? if you square it, square it every day. Doubling for a month. So, so one p, be two one, p, one four, p, eight, one p to the power of thirty. You're squaring it or you're doubling it. Squaring it. It's exponential. I thought you said double it. Sorry. Okay. Exponential. So there you go. Um, I misunderstood the question. To start with so that I it baffled me already. So there you go. Very See, good. That's that's what that's what we do with Western wise words. So um, tune in for next week's uh, <laughs> next week's uh, segment. <laughs> Matt, Matt nearly stumbled over just pronouncing it. <laughs> what I would you I got away with it? What did you choose, Matt? 
I mean, I was confused. If Matt chose one team. Three. <laughs> <laughs> just, just happy I, with two just, P. Just, I was happy just to get through the whole sentence, to be honest. Okay. Cool. Right, let's thank some patrons. Um, cheers, Clarence. Dan. Yeah, cheers, Dan. Like that. Um, keep keep pushing them in. Clarity, have you got the thing open or not? Um, you've not sent it me. Okay. Well, it's in the it's in our WhatsApp group. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I'll do yours then when you've opened it. When I've opened it. No, well, Josh, you go first. You've got yours open. Okay. Yeah. So mine's uh, Richard Holder. So he's from Chichester. He's got PBs of 5K, so 18.35, 10K, 39.28, half marathon, 88.40, and a marathon, 3.21. So interesting facts about him. He knocked 14 minutes off his 10K in the last three years. That is impressive. Um, he potentially has a son or a lad he hugs who looks a lot like him. <laughs> Good. Um, and he's got the Kipchoge colorway in the next percent. When you say Kipchoge colorway, which is that the uh, like the OG one? It's got, well, no, no, he's got the, oh, the, the like the what? color, the Kenyan colorway. Yeah, the Kenyan colorway. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm thanking Scott Cousins. Um, Scott is from South Woodham Ferrers in Essex. So Scott's from Essex. Yeah. Um, PB's 1517, uh, 3042, and 6709 for the half. Interesting fact for Scott, Say Sky athlete runs for Springfield Striders. Maybe has some dogs. <laughs> Great. Well done, Scott. And puts his Christmas tree up very early on or before the 29th of November. I mean, I hope he's got a fake tree because that was probably all the needles will be off by Christmas Day. I thought you'd enjoy that one. So, um, thank I you, also, Scott. I also thought there's no point giving you my one because the pronunciation of of your Dutch I was hoping you would <laughs> might be interesting so I'm thanking Andrew O'Brien who's from I Marden I think it's called in it's Nord Holland which is in the Netherlands so I presume that's in North Holland um, he's got PBs of 2001 in the 5k 40-45 in the 10k and 131.58 in the half so probably the 40 no probably mm, Half marathon. I don't know. Anyway, um, interesting fact. He likes rugby league. Um, his teams are the Barrow Raiders from, from Barrow and Furness up north in, in England and the South Sydney Rabbitos. I looked up at these South Sydney people. So it's a rugby league team in Sydney. Who Their badge is a rabbit. It's not really the animal of choice that I'd go for for your, your rugby team, is it? Like, rabbit. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. It just seems a bit soft. Um, anyway, he's a fan of those two. Liverpool football fan. I won't hold it against him. He seems to like a beer. I'm going to go for... He likes... He's a bit of a cat fan. There's a couple of pictures of cats on his Instagram. So, oh, Andrew. Is it, in a red, is it in a red T-shirt? It's not, but did you like the red... Oh, we'll come on to that in a second. I'll talk... Anyway, I'll finish, finish off thanking Andrew first. He... He's also done nine miles in football boots, according to his Strava, which is impressive. That is impressive. Um, 
but yeah thanks to the patrons again you can go over to patreon.com forward slash inside jogging podcast um support us boys there's some bonus content with jake smith over there i'm recording with him again tomorrow so we've got five episodes of about 30 to 45 minutes with jake going through his last five weeks into the european cross country champs and i quizzed jake on a on a load of load of things so plenty of interesting bonus content over there um and you get the show a day or usually two days early you're gonna get a day early this week because we're we're late recording but yeah support us boys over on patreon but thanks to everyone who's supported us so far Clousy, I sent you a picture of a cat in a red T-shirt earlier in the week. You, you liking that? I enjoyed it. Good. Right, list of questions. You're, you're kicking this off, Clousy, because this one yes. is you. Um, two questions in one, by the way, here. Okay, fantastic. So question one. Um, I have a question from my friend, but he's a little concerned about sending it in. Who's the biggest name in the running world you've all beaten in a race before? Um, his was this. This this question comes in from Ian Connock. Connock. Yeah. Um, his was in 2018 at. Oh, here we go. <laughs> his was at 2018 at London when a certain co-host came in a few minutes behind him. I wonder if Ian was wearing uh, skate skateboarder shorts. Um, I mean, he also uh, beat me because I stopped stitch, somewhere. Stitched me up there, me. Annie. Yeah. Fair play, Ian. Um, let's right, answer this so, one first. Yeah, let's go for it. I would say... Okay, hey, I'll kick off. You go then, Josh. Go on. Yeah, I'm already excited by the... I saw it come in, so I already know. Um, in the Great North in 2019, I beat Brett Robinson. Okay, two weeks Two weeks later, he, he paced Kipchoge to sub two. You think that's good, do you? I'm Pretty back good. to raise you. On. Let's stay on the Australian theme. Craig Mottram, beat him. Average, a- average. Where was guy. that? London Marathon in 2017, uh, I think. Yeah. Strong. Classy. I don't really know, to be honest. Speaks to everyone. I don't really know who's, who's, I don't know. You're not beating anyone famous. You must have knocked a few... You must have had some in America or something. Yeah, I can't really remember. Maybe like I don't know. I think a deep Ben Blanky ship. Oh, that's over five k. It's pretty good. Take that's that. Right. Um, it's not quite Craig Mottram, but you can take it. Andrew Wheaton, but that was when in his in his shit years. Um, all right, that that was a good one. That was. Yeah. Um, and then the second part to that was, what's the better session? A broken tempo of, for example, three times three k two times 5k or a straight tempo of six to eight miles um well i think they do different things for me so if you're if you wanted to run probably closer to threshold um i would do broken tempo like i don't know three by four k or what you've said there three by four by three k or two by five k probably run closer to threshold um for me tempos yeah particularly like eight to ten miles more sort of yeah half marathon pace at best so they do slightly different things for me yeah i agree i think um like i say i think you can build them both into 
days into your training. Um, but yeah, it all depends on the, the, the quickness of your, of your reps and the, basically the quickness of your tempo, to be honest. But I think either sort of work in a, depending on if you're doing a, a 10K sort of block, they, they both work. So whether you do one, one week and, and, and the other, the other week, and maybe if you do the three times 3K, the, the two times 5K, that would be, you know, um, off the back of the, um, a, a longer interval session or short interval session in that week. Yeah. Josh, you're going to go for your question or you got anything to add? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I don't really have anything to add. I know one of them looks better on Strava than the other. So. <laughs> I'll pick the eight miler. Uh, right, so my question. And this comes from David, uh, sorry, Darren McMahon. McMahon? McMahon. Is that pronounced right? Yeah, McMahon. McMahon. Um, any sessions or runs beneficial to help replicate the latter stages of the marathon? Um, so I personally find I like doing um, one thing I always sort of ask Matt for is like a really long steady run. Um, so like decent pace, not not running sort of marathon pace, maybe like 20, 30 seconds a mile slow or something, but probably running sort of 24, 25, 26 miles, something like that. Maybe not as much as 26 actually, but yeah, probably 24. 24 steady. Yeah. Clousy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd say uh, definitely the, the longer sessions um, are really beneficial. Um, either um, I'd say sessions as if you're doing maybe a, a longer session, you could do maybe uh, a longer warm up or maybe, um, I don't know, 50 miles and then get into a session. Um, they always seem to sort of replicate some, well, later stages of the marathon. It's quite hard, isn't it? You don't yeah. want to be replicating too much of the marathon before you actually run the marathon as well. Yeah. It's a, it's a really hard thing to, to replicate. I'd say um, similar to what, what Matt said, like I, I did a session with Ben uh, not long before he did his marathon or probably about six weeks out, but we did progressive 10 K blocks to 30 K then did what we're meant to do two, but or two by or three by two K or something like that. And I think that work three by two K sort of marathon pace sort of works running on trying to do marathon pace on tired legs, basically. But yeah, as Matt says, you don't want to do too many of them because it's, it's a very tough session and you're going to cook yourself quite quickly. If you, if you add in too many of them, um, last question comes in from, from a very quick man himself, Andy Davies. And it's more of a question for you, Clousy, and a bit of a suggestion for you. Uh, Andy says, how about Clousy gives us a, a sustainability environment tip of the week every week? Any, any tips for sustainable living, Clousy? A fantastic question, Andy, actually. Um, so, um, yes, um, I have purchased some uh, plant-based toothpicks. Good. He's actually trying to flog me a... Um, what were you trying to flog me the other week before the show? Compost, a little compost bin. Yeah. Anyway, he loves it. Um, Sounds so quite shit. Yeah. Jenny's it's 50 into, quid. Jenny's into all this sustainable stuff. So I'll get her to listen to your, your segments coming up. Right. Let's go into the news. Um, we'll try and reel this off pretty quickly. You're across 
yeah, there were some good performances from the Brits. I think Morgan Keith took the win in the juniors for the for the for the girls. Um, Megan Keith. What did I say, Morgan? Yeah, yeah, Megan Keith. Sorry, Megan. Um, Charles Hicks took the took the win in the under twenty three race. So, um, some good medals from from the Brits and the juniors. Did you did you watch it, Klaus? In the end. Yeah, well, I, I watched it on a dodgy stream and then I watched it on BBC later on. So they didn't stream it. They didn't put it on iPlay until like six o'clock. So did you watch the seniors? Because we'll go into the seniors. Um, yes. So the senior women's, uh, Jess Judd was the lead Brit, just finishing just outside the medals in, was she fourth, wasn't she? Um, yeah, And... I thought most impressive was Finola. How do you say her name? Finola. Um, yeah. What's she now? She's not Britain. McCorm- Irish. McCormick. Week after the Mara. Yeah, week after the Mara, finishing ninth at the European Crosses. It's pretty good. But yeah, Grovdal of Norway took the win. Jess, good running fourth. And the British girls got the team gold medal. Um, on the men's side, there was, I mean, Jack was the first Brit across the line in 18th. Um, pretty close battle between the Brits, really. I think Andy Butchart seemed to have a pretty tough day by the sounds of Strava, but Jamie Crow backed up another with another strong run in 24th, which is impressive from him. Um, Jake Smith was 32nd. Um, anything from that race? Jakob Ingebrigtsen to take the win. Any thoughts? My highlight of the race: Jack Rowe wearing a speed suit. Oh, really? Yeah, very good. Any reason behind that? Just looks sick. No other reason. We got a question from a listener, Pete Martin, said, what's next for Jakob? I mean, I don't have a direct line into Jakob, but I'll, I'll try. But he said, will he break 326 in the 1500? It's quick. Yeah, it's quick. Um, I mean, I have no concept of how quick that is because it's too quick. I think I think he'll... I don't know. I I, I think there's a possibility... That, of him doing it but I think he's one of them athletes where he'll probably just keep knocking out 330s 329s I think he'll probably step up fairly quickly yeah that I mm. would think he's got did that. you see him um, did you see him slipstream I'm assuming this, he was taking the piss but he slipstreamed the uh, the Turkish guy but he, he proper ducked behind him for about 20 seconds it's really funny <laughs> I'll have to have a watch yeah it's very yeah. good Good, good racing, good crowds out in Dublin. It was good to see some strong crowds out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Telford, we've already spoke about. Um, top three was Alfie Manfort took the win, just ahead of Lucy and Alison, as Josh mentioned, and our very own Matt Clowes in third. So, bronze medal in the English champs for Clowsy. Um, female Sam Harrison took the win in 32.07, so pretty rapid and dominant win from, from Sam. Um just trying to think who was behind her. Kate, Kate Holt. Kate Holt, 32.29, and Hannah Irwin, 32.49. Yeah. But didn't Philippa Bowden get the third English? Yeah, yeah Hannah's, uh, Hannah's Irish. Irish, not Welsh. No. Okay. Irish now. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, some good racing there. MK, we spoke about um, Shane Robinson took the win, 66.46. Alice McGushan took the win in 83-22 on the female. There was racing at Mallory Park. I saw Jordan Rowe ran 30-47 on his own, which is a pretty decent man there. 
Um, probably pretty windy. Melbourne Marathon. I've not got the results in front of me, but Brady ran 220. 220 low, yeah. Uh, Brett Robinson ran 240. Yeah, he got the win. Yeah, so it seemed like it was a, a pretty warm day. Um, and yeah, Brett Robinson just finished ahead of Tommy DeCanto. Um, but yeah, fairly solid run from Brady. I think he ran pretty a slight negative split. So yeah. Um, suggests he can run much, much quicker. Um, there wasn't any Brits or anything doing it, was there? Doubt we can get into Australia. Yeah, no. I mean, the stream was good as well. I watched a bit of the stream and, like I say, Brady did good and um, Brett and I think there's another few other Aussie boys up top as well. So it's good to see races back over there as well. Yeah. Right, boys. Um, we need to wrap up. Got some things to do. Cla- I actually had a message in from Gina saying if Clouds could finish by seven, that'd be nice because she needs a massage, something like that. So, um, she's a cat woman. Other than other than massage and Gina, anything else you're up to next week, Matt? Um, not a lot. Just a lot of jogging this week. A lot of jogging. A lot of jogging. Yeah. Josh, when do you fly to America? I'm flying on Wednesday, so I'm done now for work. Um, so yeah, off for the rest of the week. And then you're working from America from next week, are you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm working one more week this year, then I'm working the next uh, next year. Well, let's say next year, January. But eight hours behind, so that'd be good fun. And big mileage week coming up? Every Every day, I say to Matt, Matt, I've got a good idea. And Matt shoots me down. Should have seen his training picks when I, when I, when I went on it last <laughs> night. Had him running like 300 miles this week, put it himself. It was quite rude to you. I played about picks. 150. <laughs> the other week, he's, he left a few comments in training picks about you. I thought it was pretty harsh. But anyway, I am. Um, what are you doing, Aaron? Yeah, well, I've got a busy week as well, mate. I've got two big interviews coming up. Um, a very big one on Thursday. So got to do my research pretty nervous about that one um so yeah i've got that to do on thursday then enough one to fit in before the end of the week with with a coach so i've got a good i've got a very very good male athlete to interview and a coach so yeah next couple of weeks some good interviews coming across um yeah just trying to get back into some some running my hamstrings were pretty sore today so just ease my way back into the week probably session i've got a christmas lunch tomorrow got to do a lateral flow before that make sure i'm clean to go in um and yeah then hopefully having some time off over christmas so so yeah all good right boys clouds is getting naked so time for us to leave <laughs> all right have a good week guys see you later see you boys